All right, how about it, you guys? Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 55 of Chrome Dome Radio. I am Chris, and look who's here. I have returned! Zach's here! Hi, guys. But you know what? He might have to leave early again. Yeah, probably. But why? Because I have a meeting. You don't have... I'm sorry, Zach. We're that, gonna... bit, that bit annoyed me at first, but now I really like the song again. It's a great song. I brought it back for you, dude. You did. By the way, speaking of bringing songs back, I'm still claiming responsibility for bringing Toto back on the map. That was all me. I mean... The whole Africa thing was all me. Are you sure you weren't just part of the like wave of... No, the, like, no I did it way started before it? anybody else. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like... Before you know the what? song was even written, to be honest with you. <laughs> So I mentioned at the end of the last episode that we were going to do something freaking awesome on this episode. And look, guys, I came through. Your boy came through. I have a police officer on the show. He's behind the camera because he would like to remain anonymous. Seems fair. This is Officer Porkchop McBacon. Yes, Porkchop McBacon. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So what's up, man? Dude, I wish, like, so how the hell are you? First of all, we haven't seen each other since what it's been a few years years so old friend haven't seen him in years this was your idea by the way it was i was because i've been listening to your podcast and um i I love what you're doing by the way and uh i was like i gotta get i gotta be a part of this man (laughs) i gotta be a part of this somehow (laughs) but what was interesting is it was your idea to come on here anonymously and let us ask you ridiculous questions about right your day-to-day life as a police day-to-day and even serious questions because i'm sure some of our audience members uh would have some serious questions maybe are you sure because guess what we got zero (laughs) oh man (laughs) i have i have at least one okay one serious question one serious question first of all what made you even so what made you want to come on here anonymously and answer our ridiculous questions because i think the the general public has a certain perception of what police officers do um and what they say and how they live and how they you know go about their work day and uh some of it's true some of it's false some of it's rumors um i can only talk about what i've experienced and um, I'm not speaking for all officers. I'm only speaking for myself. But um, some of our everyday routine stuff is kind of the same in and of itself everywhere. How long have you been a cop? Um, more than five years, less than 10. Okay, yeah. so. That's a nice range. When, yeah. when do you start getting like additional benefits then? Is, like, do you benefits. get like a tenure? Um, so, no. Tenure is like a teacher. Ten, yeah, you, oh. you, can, you, def- you definitely can get fired being a cop that's 10 years like you, you can't get fired yeah right yeah, right? yeah. okay uh, well i mean but you can something. but it's really hard so each department is actually different with like benefits as far as pay scale um some departments pay you more for experience uh, some departments pay you more for education uh and all that okay are we allowed to talk about the general area where you work? Or um, I work in the, um, I guess, metro Atlanta area okay. um, uh, for a city. And uh, I won't name the county, though. That's that's fair. That's kind of what I was aiming at. Um, so I guess, like, first off, the very first question I, uh, I want to ask you is, like, how many uh, prostitutes have you let off the hook just because they gave you a freebie? Um, at, like, to this day? Yeah, like at present. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not counting the ones in the future. 
Uh, so, so far, zero, oh. because I have not had the opportunity oh, really? to decline or accept. See, this is a nicer, but have you, have nicer you part of North thing, Metro. We're narrowing it down. Have you heard about <laughs> things like that happening? Um, I've heard about officers having sex on the job, and they call it, um, uh, let's see, duty booty. <laughs> yeah, it's a... It's a for real Wait thing. Wait a second. Uh, they're having sex with uh, other girls, either either a girlfriend or a wife, okay. or maybe they're married and having sex. Somebody that really with... wants out of a ticket. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but okay, but that's not that. Everybody bangs during work from time to time. Uh, so what? I've actually, I've actually, I've actually have fooled around with a girl when I was lifeguarding on the clock when it was stormy and like, was nobody was there. Yeah, I was lifeguarding as a cop. No, like you were at a cop lifeguard. No, convention. I was. This was before I became a cop. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, that's like not a real job, though. No, it's not. <laughs> Absolutely not. But what I want to, what I want to understand is, do you ever hear stories? Some kid drowning in the background, like you'll be fine. <laughs> no, go ahead. It's your turn. Apparently, <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking in my head. After I'm yeah. done banging this girl, I'll come save you. <laughs> Kick harder. <laughs> I was going to say is, have you heard stories about police officers having sex with civilians to get out of trouble? Yes. Wow. Not for any of the departments I've worked for. But it happens, man. I'm sure. Did you hear it directly from the person who did the banging? No, no, no. We hear this from hearsay, other stories from Mm -hmm. other sources that are passed down. So it's a big deal when it happens. So this is specifically talked about in the academy as well. Like, keep your dick in your pants it's that common that they have to talk about yes it well in the academy yep. the, you know who goes to the academy the police humans that's true <laughs> yes so. that's a good point <laughs> yeah we are human mm-hmm. what about uh or financial bribes financial bribes yes that actually happens um that actually happens quite a bit about how much do you need to bribe a cop to get out of some trouble so <laughs> i i don't know the exact amount but i will tell you a story um, there was a police officer, and I'm going to name the department, but he stopped a Hispanic person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was at the end of the shift. It was he, he's on nights. He or she is on nights. Uh, and the driver, Hispanic, you know, didn't speak a lick of English. And officer was like, you know, God damn it. I don't want to take this guy to jail. I'm trying to get off, mm-hmm. whatever. And so. Don't want the paperwork. So the, the driver handed him like some money, uh, <laughs> a, a, an amount of money. And yeah. he was like, right, an amount. Screw, screw this. And so he, he took it. That started the slippery slope. And so from then on out, he would try to... Just tax um, everybody it, he pulled over. Yeah, huh? so he would specifically target Hispanic drivers. Oh. And, he would, and he'd just come up to the window and not even say a word at, at the towards the end of this little thing that he was doing. Yeah. He got so complacent and so relaxed and chill about it, he would go to the driver, hand out his hand, and they would give him cash. He'd send them on the way. That is just, I don't know. What's strange about that is, so he was racially profiling, but for a completely different reason than you yeah. would have thought. Yeah, it happens, yeah, man. Because it they're happens. not going to tell. And you know what? People who hear about this, they they when they hear about officers that you know conduct unbecoming, um, they have a stigma about officers that all of them are bad. And that's just one story about one officer. Yeah, and when in reality, it's like a it's very, very, very small percentage. It is so rare. Unless you live in Miami in the 80s, in which case everybody was Everybody, everybody like, if you didn't do that, you would be out of the norm. It was, uh, you know, what's the Pluma or Plata? It's uh, silver or lead. You, yeah. take, you take the money or you get shot. 
That's the uh, true. That was uh, I mean, there was some crazy story in the uh, 1980s about like a one graduating class from the uh, Miami Academy, and every single member either went to jail or died. Mm. Like it was. I mean, that's like uh, from that documentary, Cocaine Cowboys. If you've ever seen it, I've seen that. Fantastic. I might have actually seen that. Yeah, it's really good. So, with respect to then racially profiling, does it ever work the the way that we think of racial profiling? Like, the, are there cops out there going after a specific race? So, I mean, I should say that I did see the black guy that's in the back of your car out front. So, <laughs> yeah, was, I, that's why. That's what's. You should have left time. it on, man. It's hot out there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, so, don't apologize no. to me. Uh, and, and Chris, to answer your question, you know, there there are issues that that still arise with with racial profiling That's and profiling in general. In yeah, and so and and cops have they've they've stemmed away from that, but there are still a small small percentage that that will go after that. Now, this brings me up brings up an interesting question. Uh, I've heard about this throughout the nation. I think particularly. Uh, some city in Florida, but has uh, anybody in your department introduced the idea of implicit bias training? Um, so we get constant training, like so you know ethics and this, that, and other, um, you know community relations, all that. We we constantly get updated training. So that that is obviously an option for us if we if we chose to. Okay, so do it's like that. an elective. Yeah. It's not a department requirement. Yeah. Um, no, not not necessarily. No, but okay, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, so, I've just uh, been thinking about it because a lot of departments have introduced this idea, which isn't psychologically validated idea, but it's the idea is that people uh, have a sameness bias, right? So, you know, you're more likely to talk to and like people with the same name as you or, the, you know, who have the same gotcha. color of skin. I see and, where you're going. Yeah, and it's an this is it's actually got a term in the psychological community. It's implicit bias, and they've even though it's not really really well documented. And the documentation that does uh, that it does have is, I don't know, it's a poorly constructed experiments in many cases. But uh, they've kind of introduced this idea and tried to introduce training to eliminate implicit bias, and not only right. in the cops uh, in police districts, but also in the corporate community. This kind of gotcha. thing is pretty rampant too. But I just wanted to know if that was something you'd seen or heard of. So. Um, yeah, yeah. So, hey, sometimes he does that, and I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm still awake, so it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. See, I think it's interesting. So you, you do think so? It's, that's true. <laughs> Let me that no, that's true. Zach, Zach does think it's interesting. I, I believe. I think it's interesting too. So, I, I, let me. I wanted to talk about like, like my main routine. Like from start of the shift. Yeah, sure. Like, dude. So the most important part, the most important part of the the shift is in the morning, mm -hmm. and we're at shift briefing, and you know we hear about what the shift has gotten into or experienced on the night prior, mm -hmm. and they pass the information on to us. So we we got some intel. Hey, this might pop up again. Well, that's important, but the most important part is where we are going to eat breakfast that day. <laughs> oh, I see. I knew you were going to say so, that. <laughs> yeah. That's the most important part. I know you had some regular spots, right? And Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. So, and, and what we hate most is being interrupted by calls during breakfast. So what happened? Okay, so wait a second. You are deciding where you're going to go for breakfast. How many choices do you generally... Oh, dude, we, we usually just have like two or three spots that... that this is just me. Though. How often is it donuts? 
Uh, hardly ever. I just knew you were going to say that. Hardly it, ever. What what types of places? Is it like Waffle Houses? Um, you know, I like Chick-fil-A. Okay. I like uh, Chick-fil-A. Um, so, you know, sometimes we I go to McDonald's or Burger King. Um, you know, there's for hop. Absolutely. Burger McDonald's King. Yeah, McDonald's is good breakfast. Burger it's all, King. It's all right. Know. It's yeah. all right. You got to mix it up every now and then. Okay. I see. I would have figured that you had like some like mom and pop shop that does. There actually place is discounts, but I can't name the place because yeah, that'll then, give away. Yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a few mom and pop gas stations out there that will you know hook us up. You know, it, it costs free ninety nine. <laughs> free, free, you see what I did there with the words? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So it was and, not ninety nine cents. And the most, the most important part of the discussion and the topic while eating breakfast is where the hell are we going to eat for lunch? <laughs> so, that, so really, all police work is just space between meals. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and uh, how if, often do? I mean, uh, I don't know if you're if you have a. Uh, like ongoing cases that you guys talk about like is, is oh, that dude. ever oh we talk about cases all the time man mm-hmm. we talk about the frequent flyers you call 911 for this that and the other um i've got so many stories to to set to tell you but you know due to time constraints you know i'll tell a few here and there but uh yeah we constantly talk about the the public about you know the frequent flyers you call 911 constantly so if, when you say frequent flyers that uh what does that mean we know their names and addresses dates of births already when when the call goes through like okay. we go there that many times so i mean are these usually depressing calls or is it just sometimes they're hilarity? fun sometimes they're bs um it just depends man okay yeah when you uh when you get interrupted you were saying something about getting interrupted during breakfast time yes. and that annoys you that annoys me man cuz we get hangry yeah yeah, we want to. I want to enjoy my food. Do you and ever that's where the it? fast food comes through, yeah, right? Because exactly. you got to be able to get it to go. And and um and all kidding aside, you know this is what we sign up for. So you know it and it we know we're going to be getting those late calls right before you know the shift ends. We know we're going to be interrupted and this that and other. So it's always good to have a good beat partner. Uh, maybe some people don't eat while others are eating, and so mm. they take the calls for you. That kind of stuff. So I see. Do you ever? But do you ever like hold on to it? Where you like don't respond immediately? Um, it depends. Like I, you know, we always respond immediately. But if it's like, uh, let's say, an alarm call that we've been to many times, when we know the addresses and it, like it's constantly going off, a house alarm, like or a business alarm. Oh, it's seven thirty. This happens every day, and it's always the maintenance guy forgetting the damn password. Right. Like we, yeah, I might finish a bite. Do you ever do, <laughs> do the do the alarms that go off consistently like that? Do they get fined eventually? Um, it depends, Chris. It depends if um, the the city or the county has an ordinance against that and has something in writing saying, "Hey, if we respond more than three times and it's not uh, a, a crim- it's like a false alarm, then yes, you will get fined X amount." Hmm. Yeah. Have you ever had to draw your gun? Yes, you have. Oh, dude, yeah. Have you ever multiple fired times? Your, your, I uh, I have never. I I've only fired my pistol. They say uh, discharged. Discharged. Yes. Okay. Discharged. Discharged, discharged your weapon, sir. <laughs> yes, I've dis. I've just discharged right now. Nice. In my pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, that part no. was applied. So the only time I've ever discharged my my duty weapon uh, was to right. kill Bambi. You had to shoot a deer. I have. I've had to shoot two deer. Was it a fawn? Um, one, I, one was like a baby and one was you like a monster. pregnant mom. One was a pregnant mom. Like oh a, my God. Dude, wait like, a second. Hold on. Time out. You've had to discharge your duty weapon twice. Once to kill a baby deer and once to kill a pregnant deer? Yes. A mother and, dude, and a baby. Whoa, whoa. That's double whoa. murder. Hang on. Hang on. 
Francis Terry. <laughs> this man has no dick. <laughs> what are you talking about? Why did you shoot a baby deer? Okay. Right, a, they're rats with hooves. Okay, well, I don't think that's n- entirely true. They're plentiful. I'm, I'm, they're just really, really common in certain areas. Okay, and this one probably was like a special needs baby because it uh-huh. was like all fucked up looking, you know, inbred it's and stuff. Like... <laughs> <laughs> that two heads. <laughs> inbred so... deer. So, so yeah, my, my first deer I, had, I put down was pregnant, and you could literally see like something coming out of its oh vagina. Oh, my God. Like it was bad. So why did uh, all right? So what? It was injured. The situation. It was an accident. A car hit it. Okay. Like yeah. Oh, we, you had to put it out of its misery. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So okay, it was the humane thing to do. Exactly. And to we shoot all shoot a baby deer in the head. Well, I mean, I'm face. not gonna. <laughs> next time I kill a deer, I'm gonna take the shotgun. Nice. Boom. Yeah. All right. So when you're in the position where now you do have to fire your weapon and you're aware of it, do you call that in and say, "I'm about to fire my yeah, weapon"? Yeah. So depending on the situation, we stop all traffic, make sure the scene is safe to do so before we proceed with any kind of, um, you know, discharging of firearms at all. So mm-hmm. we'll stop traffic, we'll stop people. We usually have more than two officers on scene. And that's when, you know, we would discharge and make sure the backstop, which is the, something behind the deer that we're shooting, um, is either ground, um, you know, preferably, and uh, make sure it's safe before doing so. So what kind of ammunition do you guys use? Um, it's department specific, but some departments use, um, you know, Glocks that take nine millimeters, mm-hmm. 45, 40 caliber. It just depends. Are you, I mean, are we going... Uh, I guess I don't know as much about bullets as I guess I could, but is it like a penetration thing or is it like a max we, we like use, expansion? We use, we use hollow points. Okay, that's yeah. more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, trying to make everything bleed out. Basically. Exactly. Right. Yeah. We want to, you know, stop the threat. Bambi. Fair enough. <laughs> Bambi, you know, in the road. No. So it, it's officer <laughs> so who, involved shootings are very very rare. Who cleans that mess up after you're done? Animal control, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, you literally dodged a bullet there. L- literally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. And then is there paperwork? <laughs> yes, we have to um, do paperwork on it and uh, just explain exactly what happened. And it's simple, simple. Wow, dude. So, all right, between meals, you're basically thinking about what you're going to eat next. Yeah. I mean, and I'm, I'm guessing you have like mixed nuts in the car, right? I bring snacks. Yeah, that's yeah. that's smart. But so, you're, <laughs> I just want to talk more about cop food and what they're yeah. eating. Well, no, I was, I, my next point was that, ha, so how much of your department is overweight or out of shape? Um, you know, if I you think, had to percentage it, I think, uh, that's, that's a really tough one, man. I'd have to really take sit, a think about sample that. size. So, um, some of us are great in shape. Some of us are out of shape and most of us are average. You can't see him, but he's pointing at so, himself. Yeah. Yeah, so most of us are, are average in shape, and we have to pass a physical agility test to, to get hired on. So but that's right. just one time when you're young and beautiful Just and one sexy. time. Now, I had heard uh, at one point that, um, and this is just word that gets passed out on the street because you see a lot of jacked cops uh, with extremely aggressive attitudes sometimes. What are you trying to say? <laughs> What are you trying to nothing, say? Nothing, sir, nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, The uh, but my question is, like, is steroid use kind of like a big thing no not the, not i mean not for for departments around here i don't think i mean but there are there are officers that use yeah that kind of stuff but it's, I, which it's is illegal which but, is yeah. very illegal and we do not condone that here so but uh i the reason i asked you mentioned the before the podcast started that you were in the jujitsu and i'm in the jujitsu too and i know a lot of people in jujitsu that are uh let, let us say enhanced. All right, so 
Zach, Zach <laughs> I, I tell people beforehand I know jujitsu, so they don't want any confrontation with me. Right. And so hopefully they don't call my bluff. Fair enough. Right. Yeah, because I'll just slap, fight slap them away. <laughs> Little and slap and tickle. Yeah, I'll kick them in their fucking shins. <laughs> I mean, that's an effective maneuver. It is. <laughs> Stop it. So speaking of illegal things, so there's obviously dumb laws out there. Dumb you laws. You have to uphold the dumb laws. Do you get, Ice cream coming in the often, back pocket on Sunday type deal. Do you ever yeah. feel, I mean, how often do you think you do illegal things in your daily life that you think that's just a stupid law to begin with? Um, I, you know, I guess. Well, I know you guys I speed. Speeding. I speed yeah. a little bit. Um, I mean, not not crazy, but, uh, you know, it's, it's. It's tough to say because we we do small things here and there that are. So, how often do you use your siren to get out of traffic, though? Um, okay, so you know there's times where you see a cop car running lights and sirens, yeah. and then all of a sudden you see them turn it off. Yes. Okay, a number of few a number of things could have happened. Okay. One, the call could have been reduced down a step where, mm-hmm. oh, it's not somebody armed. It was a mistake, and they're no longer armed. It was a mistake. Um, the caller had some misinformation. Mm-hmm. Okay, then we shut that shit down, all right? Or we we now know, that, or the officer now knows that two people are on scene, the, the scene is secure, and he or she can turn off their lights and siren. No and longer needs backup. No, no, no longer needs to get there as quick as they needed to to okay. begin with. Right. Um, I can't think of any officer that has used it for for anything other than those that. two objects. Yeah. So it's it, it's extremely now in bumfuck Georgia. Yeah. The good old boys. Yep. Yeah. That that might be a different story, but from what I've experienced and seen, it's I've never seen it being used um, to get illegally traffic. or through traffic at all. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I, I got to tell you, I was at a I was at a left hand turn. And there was a lot of traffic just around my neighborhood not too long ago. And a cop turned his lights on, went through the intersection, and the second he got through, he turned him back off. Right. He was on his way to a call. <laughs> I, I, guarantee, I guarantee it. I guarantee right. it. Okay. I, I'm willing to put All money right. on it. Now, to his defense, though, he was f- originally in line with us. Mm-hmm. He was waiting in the traffic. Then out of nowhere, he was like, whoop, 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 whoop. Goes through the intersection, and the second he got through, flipped him off. And then, yep. And, and I you went, know what? And I went, son of a bitch. But That's here's the thing you never know, trusting. man. <laughs> You're like, awful trusting. But to you his defense, know. it could. That's, been, that's a been. reasonable explanation. He got a call, and then almost immediately they were like, all right, calm down, hang on. All right. Yep. Because if they do get caught by another cop or something when they do that, because you guys are all listening to the same radio. Yeah. So, I don't, it, I don't know, but isn't there like a code of silence? Like, you kind of like look the other way for uh, other cops in Well, you never know, because like, if you get caught lying, your ass is fired, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Your ass is fired. Do you ever see those videos on YouTube where people do the whole am I being detained thing? Yes. So if you guys haven't seen it, there's videos online where people, like they usually are screwing with like at uh, traffic drives, uh, what are they called? Traffic stops. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they'll be like, am I being detained? And they're like, no, you're not being detained, but you have to show me your license. Like, no, I don't. We we have a a term for that. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) We have a term for that. It's called the um, Fourth Amendment. Um, uh, what, what what's the damn word called? Um, it's a Fourth Amendment. Um, I'll think of it in a second. But um, it's basically where people try to get the officer to to um, mess up and make a bad decision so they can sue. Okay. Yeah. That so. stinks. But is that a legitimate argument? Can they say, "Am I being"? 
Yeah. Uh, how, yeah. You know what? Is this because I, I was I brought up traffic stops? Are traffic stops still a thing? I feel like I haven't seen them in a while. You mean tra- at least around Georgia? Like, what do you mean? Like traffic? When, you know how they used to do? They used to do this around the colleges when they thought a lot of people were drinking in a certain area, and they would literally stop every car and be and ask them if they were drinking. Oh, the um, what are so, they called? Oh, they're called safety checks. Safety yeah. checks. Do they still do those? Yeah, I haven't seen one in years. Same. Uh, yeah, me so neither, actually. There's there's a lot of issues with that. There's a lot of arguments for it, a lot of arguments against that are it. that are against it. And um and it's just people that, you know, it's 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 hard to it's there's a lot of things that that, that make it either good or bad. And some departments don't even do it at all. Um, you have to have probable cause to, to stop a vehicle, but if you have certain types of crimes in one area, then you can explain why you need something like that set in place at this time of day or time of night. How do you, have you ever had to perform one? Um, actually, yes. Yes. I've, I've been involved in a few. Okay. Wow. Now, if, uh, going back to the fourth amendment guys, uh, if they do, uh, if you do come up and somebody's already like taking an aggressive are you more so, or less likely to you know get them for something right so if if you're not free to go all right and but you don't have charges it's called being detained all right and we have reasonable and articulable suspicion that you have committed a crime or about to commit a crime or crime is afoot and that's uh that's up to and including act- like traffic law um yeah so if we get a call saying this guy white male black shirt wearing a backwards uh gray hat um <laughs> just uh you know uh, appeared to have put something in his bag and walked out the store we make contact with him we don't have probable cause we don't have any charges against him until we actually find a, a, a crime being committed, correct? Right, right. But we do have enough information to temporarily hold him and detain him, not necessarily put handcuffs on him, but mm-hmm. question him, identify him, all right? Okay, now in that scenario, uh, if you uh, have pulled over just for the sake of argument, or not pulled over, but like stopped outside of a quickie mart, and... Uh, you're talking to him. What is the best and quickest uh, way for him to get out of trouble? Oh, okay. So, uh, like, it was a casual conversation or a call like that? You got a call. Okay. Well, you comply. Mm-hmm. Now, you, it's always best to comply and complain later. Because right. let's say the the clerk saw you do that, but you weren't stealing. You were just putting some chapstick back into your pocket or whatever. Right. Whatever. Well, if... If you act a fool and you resist, even though you're innocent, you're going to go to jail for resisting an officer. Mm-hmm. Then we have a charge. Then we have probable cause. I That happens a lot, doesn't it? It does, for man. People, but pe- people are emotional. Because people always question us now. Yeah, but well, not just that, but people, you, people you, are just you're, defiant. It's an authority coming up to somebody. You know, you guys got weapons on. You got uniforms. Here's, you got the shield. Here's our it's problem. intimidating. Here's our problem. We do not as officers enough explain to the person why we are there and that mm. is very important because some of these officers around here they just are badge heavy and they they feel like you know well one they can stop you uh, i'll give them that but mm-hmm. you should be it's, it's customer service you explain hey i'm officer such and such and here's why i'm here here's why i'm talking to you and stopping you can you please explain yourself? Right, you're you have to approach it like a reasonable human being. Exactly, rather than not I'm, respect my I'm, authority. I'm officer dipshit. You're going to stop <laughs> right here, or else you're going to get at, you know that kind of attitude. 
I've so, run into that before. Yeah. That's unfortunate. How many um, how many uh, times are you just hassling teenagers? It's just like, get out of here, kids. Oh, man. Uh, get I, don't, I, don't, I don't hassle teenagers, man. I, I love it, man. Yeah. If I see somebody skateboarding, I'll shoot the shit. Okay. Oh, man. No, but you wouldn't, yeah, yeah. That's, that's an idiom. Not You're not going to shoot a shit. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, that's yes, an important word. distinction. Very, very good words. <laughs> very good words. <laughs> How do you feel when you have to bust an underage uh, party where there's a bunch of underage kids drinking? Um, so it's discretion and you can make sure everybody leaves safely and, uh, sober drivers pick them up or you can arrest everybody in the house. Now that takes a lot of time, Chris. And what do we, what do we have? What do we have here? Yep. So, All right, so how many times, cause I've been to at least five, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven parties where... The, you know, you're underage drinking, and the cops come, and they blow down the doors, and they don't blow down the doors, but, you know, there's like, a knock at the door, and, everybody, and everybody's like, cops! And then everybody spreads and runs. Is yeah. it better for the kids to stay still and be respectful, or is it better for them to go freaking hide? Depends on what they got All right, on them. So, don't don't <laughs> run and hide. The first thing, I would turn off the music so nobody you has to hear. yell. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the owner of the house needs to be the spokesperson and what if the party what, what if, if the owner's kids? not there what if it's a uh, the owner's child then the, are the owner's parents? child then that owner's child needs to be the representative of the group okay and then is the are the parents called immediately or how does that work um we so if they're 18 i mean we're we're not going to call parents i mean i don't i don't see that as necessary mm-hmm. um we can't we can't call somebody's parents. <laughs> we, I mean, <laughs> hey, eighteen-year-old, give me your parents' phone number. We're gonna. Well, you can so, technically like take his phone if he's dumb. He doesn't have it locked. Well, no, we can't. We can't just take people's phones. Um, happened to me. <laughs> well, another story for another day. I guess so. So yeah, if if crime is being committed, we can take people to jail. Mm-hmm. If you know, if or if we could just. You know, slap on the wrist. Yeah, but right, that's right. why I'm asking if if the if the teenager, let's say it's an 18 year old, acts respectfully, explains what they're doing, owns up, and says, "Yes, we're drinking here, but we're all being responsible. Nobody's driving." Will you make an arrest? So you technically you can, but I wouldn't. Right. And I know a lot of officers probably wouldn't make an arrest on that. Right. Absolutely not. All right. Now, what if that same teacher uh, teenager, while addressing you very politely, was just clearly falling over drunk, and like just needed a nap? Okay. Well, if they need medical attention, we try to get them that, okay. and um, we just make sure people are going home safe. Okay. Yeah. I what mean, if you smell weed? Uh, well, if we smell weed, we can go through a number of options. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, I mean, it's our discretion to investigate that, but you know, it now nah, it just depends. Speaking of, how do you feel about the uh, new medical marijuana laws that were just signed into? Uh, oh man, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. So what you know, a lot of us officers could give a fuck about marijuana right but some of us very few of us really really like it still yeah man mm, you gotta get a little roach (laughs) your ass is going to jail your ass is grass all about stats and i'm gonna smoke it yes (laughs) (laughs) so okay yeah so there are just the the avengers out there. oh yeah really trying to get out trying to save the world from the the drug problem that we have the demon marijuana devil's lettuce so do you think legalizing marijuana even recreationally will actually help crime or make it worse um so it, there's a lot of studies that can say either or uh i'm i i do not want to arrest somebody for a, 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 a joint victim, or for a victimless crime I, in general or right if they're not driving and they got it on them like who cares but 
you know, some that's, that's interesting. Because so if you see some dude just chilling in a park somewhere with a joint, they're in a park. Let's say that okay. Let's say they're in public now. Okay, they're in public. They're in, in public, like Piedmont Park, for example. They have their keys on them, but they're not in their vehicle. Okay. So the your question is, they've got marijuana on them. They're smoking it, and you see them from a distance, and they're in a park. Right. Um. You know it. I can't say. That, you know what all officers would do, but I mean, if it's a small little amount, hey, just stomp it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you would go up and be like, "Dude, put that out." Now, if they're around kids and families, that's that's pretty bold. Yeah. That's, now, now, that's yeah, I might, I might get some some silver bracelets out. Okay. So. But if they're but if they're at home in their own, and and you Dude, happen to show up, if we've up come and, up to a domestic call and they've got a little roach out, and I don't suspect anything else. What I mean, if it's uh, something a little spicier? What if they've got a little bit of the magic fungus hanging about? When you say magic fungus, psilocybin mushrooms, sir. Ooh, mushrooms. Um, you know, I mean, that's a pretty that's we, a pretty high offense. We might though, have right? to we might have to break out the handcuffs for okay. that. What if they're all right? So what if they're acting uh, like like they're tripped out? Oh well, if they need medical attention, of course we get them. And uh, well, but all right, what if they're being safe but they're just erratic? Erratic. I mean, we because they have be charges. Anything, right? If we have charges, yeah, they're probably going to go to jail. Okay, that's yeah. a, that's kind of what I want. I mean, out. yeah, we're just talking about weed here, and so it, a lot of us just want to decriminalize it yeah. because I don't think somebody should have their freedoms taken away for smoking marijuana when we have a, an epidemic on opioids and mm. pills, and yes. which is which yeah. is legal. And mm. so, how often do you run into fentanyl? Um, every now and then. Not. It's every, not like rampant. It's not. Not that I've so. Some people go out and try to find it. Mm-hmm. Some people don't, um, but we do occasionally run into it, man. And it's uh, it's it's bad. It's yeah. bad stuff. It's uh, what? It's how many times stronger than a regular like oxycotton? That's uh, metric fuck ton. Yeah. I think it's a lot. <laughs> a metric fuck several, ton. several. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the, uh, the there was that episode of intervention, not episode. There was the uh, season of intervention last year or two years ago that focused specifically on Atlanta. Oh yeah. And I'm, they were talking about the triangle. You, you okay. Got, you, yep. you familiar I'm, with that? I'm pretty. Yeah, so yeah. here in Atlanta, there's what is it called? The triangle, the the drug triangle, or something? I, I uh, it's I like can't. North Fulton down to like I don't know the Harrison High School area, and then yes. what Duluth. Something like that. So yeah. imagine a bird's eye view of the city of Atlanta, and they draw a triangle from, like Zach said, North Fulton all the way down to, like, it's right where the Mercedes-Benz Stadium is. Mm-hmm. And then it goes all the way out east to, yeah, like the Duluthish area. Wait, Mercedes-Benz is in Atlanta. Are you talking about Verizon Wireless? No, the Atlanta one. It the- goes all the way into Atlanta because they say it comes from Bluff. Bluff? Was that the name of the area? I, I can't recall. Well, like, I, I'm not familiar with... There's a, there's a town... Right outside of the like a long stadium, going out towards the west. I think yes, exactly. Yeah, okay, and it's it's a notorious area where they think that's where all the meth is coming from, and then it's dispersing into the more richer communities outside of there, and that's how that triangle gets shaped. Okay, so you're aware of that you've heard that I've I've heard of I've heard of it. Okay, I'm not experienced in that because that's like a a like specific department, right? Like a vice squad or something. Yeah, uh, I like I said, I, I don't know. Okay. When something like that happens, because you were saying there's the opioid epidemic and there's the meth, is that the same thing? I don't know. Drugs. Yeah. No. <laughs> meth, meth. Methamphetamines are different than opioids. So there's the meth epidemic. Like, do you guys. That's more of a so here's, thing. So here's, here's the law or here's the new thing. Um, if you call 911 to mm-hmm. prevent an overdose and there, there are drugs on that person, nobody's going to go to jail. All right, because that that new 
law is is basically helping to save lives because people are scared to call 911. Wow. Okay. I, did, yeah. I didn't even know about that. So I, I've responded to somebody who got a bad, a bad set of weed, uh, you know, and it was laced and I don't know what was in it, but it made this person like pass out and they were having complications, breathing and shit. And the kids that were there with them, they were afraid to call 911 at first, but they immediately said, no, we got to get this guy help. Mm -hmm. So we get there. I smell weed. He's passed out. I do chest. um, I rub his chest, sternum rubs. Yeah. And I get him to come to a little bit, get, you know, get him back going. And, um, and I was like, I told the kids, you know, Hey, where's the weed at? Okay. It's in that drawer. Okay. Thank you. So we took it and we, and we bagged it for evidence, but we didn't charge anybody with it. I'm, I almost want to call bullshit. Was that, it couldn't have been, who laces weed? Dude, you never know, man. I always thought that was like a a thing that didn't actually happen, but it was always like a threat that like, I I don't know. I don't know if the weed was laced. All right. Or if this kid was just, he took something something else. But you don't know that. You don't know that. I don't know that. All I did know was that he had marijuana on him and there was marijuana in that room and there were also other people in there too. And so nobody went to jail. They called 911. They did the right thing. Yeah. So yeah, nobody goes to jail. That's great. I didn't know that. I thought that, you know, if you had like substances and cops entered your house, you were just, you know, in trouble. Screwed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not gonna lie, dude, you sound like a pretty good cop. I'm the best cop, man. So what even what even made you want to do this? Why did you become Dude, a cop? It's the it's the front row ticket to the best show on earth, man. What do you the, mean by that? The people show. Dude, you get to see and meet and do a lot and it's all discretion. Like and you can on your downtime if you want to stop cars, you can. You could bullshit at the parks and, you know, hang out with the public. You can stop cars, issue site. Like it's your world. Hmm. You can do whatever you want. And you're so you you love being a police officer. I love it, man. It's a lot of freedom. It sounds like it is a lot of freedom, and you know integrity goes a long way. Doing the right thing, no matter you know if somebody's looking or not. So, so yeah, really white hat style over here. I like it. Yep, that's nice. Yep, by the book. <laughs> Do you ever have you second guessed any decisions you've made out there? Uh, well, yeah, because in hindsight, you know, hey, I look back on this, I could have handled that a little bit differently. Absolutely. Mm. But where is that yeah. not true? In what profession yeah. is that not the case? And so well, it's different for me typing on a computer because I'd be like, oh, I shut down the database. Oops. Like for him, he's affecting people's yeah. lives. Yeah. Do you Taking ever, away people's do, freedoms. Do you ever arrest somebody and think, maybe I didn't have to yes. do that? And here's, here's, I'll tell you some, like not a general story, a specific story, but when we have to make arrests for domestic violence. Mm-hmm. We were not there, and sometimes we don't have any video evidence a lot of times. Right. The only thing we have to go by is physical evidence, Mm -hmm. and if somebody has physical evidence of harm, like an injury, and somebody else doesn't, well, that person's going to jail because obviously it's clear somebody hit somebody. Somebody hit somebody, and this person has injuries, and we do not have discretion to you know, say, Hey, just separate for the rest of the night or Hey, leave the house for a while. We have to make an arrest. Yeah. You can't really, you can't really Andy Griffith that situation. So, and yeah. so, you know what? Sometimes I think, man, what if this person was protecting themselves and hit this other person to protect their life? I don't know. Good reason to learn jujitsu. I don't know. But hurt, to your hurt point, without hurting. Yeah. yeah. But to your point, that's not up for you to decide. Nope. You just know that you have to do. We just let the courts figure it out. Same thing with the drug thing. You don't know what he actually took. You can make your best yeah. guess, but it's not for you to decide. 
Exactly. Has it been your experience in domestic calls that um, the woman usually is trying to defend the man's actions? So it, when we actually make an arrest, mm-hmm. then they start saying, I don't want to press charges. Right. No, I, I want to recant my statements. But you're still taking that guy in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How oh, often yeah. in a domestic uh, abuse situation like that are you arresting the man versus the female? Most of the time it's the men. Okay. But That's you have had to take the females out. Yes. Yes. Um, interesting story. There, I've heard, uh, and I forgot where this was, but there was an old couple who was very, very poor, and they would call 911 about once every couple months, and the woman would accuse him of, the, the male, of hitting her, and she'd have a mark, and they would take him to jail every single, like every other month. Turns out they were doing it on purpose because he couldn't afford health care and needed medication and, and care. And at the jail, they have to, like, when you go there, they have to take care they of you. So, you. They yep. have to give you. So mm-hmm. glad you brought that up because I've heard stories about that. People who take advantage of the system and they just yeah. want to be put back into the jail. So they call it, they call it like a, a cycle or something um, where as soon as they get, they know that they could hop from there to like an insane asylum and go through therapy. And mm-hmm. then they can go from there to like a hospital and then they're out on the streets for a week and then they do something illegal again and get right through the cycle. Yeah. Do you see that yeah. happening? Well, yeah, because meals. we... We arrest a lot of the same people over and over again. You know, it's probation, slap on the wrist, this, that, other. Um, it just and they're go- doing it on purpose. Well, yeah, there's there's ways to to milk the system and yeah. I when yeah, I was I used to work at a uh, CVS and uh, there was one time a, a guy came in and had uh, grabbed just a radio off the shelf. He walked straight up to the uh, to the cashier and said, "Call the police!" like in a threatening manner, and then walked out. I was the shift manager at the time, and she was like, what do we do? I was like, call the cops, I guess. So we called the police. Ten minutes later, they bring this guy back, and I'm just like waving to him in the back of the squad car, get the radio back, and he's in the system again. I was like, I've, I've thought about that for so long. Like, what what was that all about? And I'm guessing it was Maybe he was hungry. Of, yeah. I don't know. I would have uh, stole food, though. I mean, shit. <laughs> I don't mind stealing bread. <laughs> I would have stole some food, ate it, and then gone to jail, get more food. So, <laughs> free meal. So what? Uh, what I was thinking was maybe the uh, he was trying to get away from somebody. Um, there could have been a number of reasons. Yeah. He could have been having a mental disorder, and that's, you know, you never know, man. That's probably the most likely thing. You never right? know. Do you uh, run into a lot of gang activity? De- um, depends. Uh, you know, the gang tip gang activity is out there, and uh, it's hard for me to talk about that because i don't want to you know tell the area that i'm 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 working in so. okay yeah. all right so we can't just call them the jets or the you know the sharks no <laughs> no it, oh they're they're blood set i mean they're sets of blood or crips or whatever i mean right. those like, are the two major ones but i mean around here where i work it's like you know petty gang shit mm-hmm. it's wannabe wannabe wanna, gangsters like they do some pretty bad stuff but they are not they are not like your typical your gangbanger types that you think of definitely no east side morty's over there yeah Yeah. (laughs) morty's dude what's one of the funniest things that has that has happened to you out on the streets Ooh, the funniest thing what's the Um, first thing that pops in your head dude all right let me tell you this story um so i'm i'm working this intersection and i'm trying to get the hands-free law you know violators and um and i look to the side and there's uh there's this young lady and she's she's got blonde hair. I can't see her face very well. She's on her phone texting. I I get behind her and I make the traffic stop. And uh is exactly what I thought. 
this bitch is fine as fuck. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's see how this plays out. Right. And dude, I go up to the car. I got my sunglasses. She doesn't know where I'm looking. And uh, I kid you not, I swear to God, she all right, she's wearing a romper. Huh. And it's a tight romper. like, and it, But it's loose. like, And tight. she's spreading her fucking legs on purpose. Jesus. And I swear to God, I saw a left <laughs> lip. I swear to you, dude, I was like, <laughs> she did that on purpose. Dude. And I was like, her left or your left? Her no, no, le- never mind. It's her, stupid. I don't know. Her care. left. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, my first, the first thing that ran through my head is one, this girl waxes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and two, she's definitely getting a warning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and oh. so, and um, so That's, that is one example of sexism just working in the and, exact and right so, favor. <laughs> and I'm I'm on the traffic stop, and I'm I'm stalling, dude, because I'm 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 looking at her, and I'm just asking some bullshit questions, this, that, and the other. And at, at, at one time, I was like, "Oh crap, I got her license. I need to run this shit right." Yeah. So I go back to my car. Uh, you know, Rona, she's good. She doesn't have any warrants. No, not no suspensions. It's fine. So I go back up and uh, have another conversation, and she's still doing the same fucking thing. I, I it's like, damn, <laughs> damn, dude. In a way, they I was trying to get my body cam right up in there too, man. I was like, all right, uh, all right, cool, cool, yeah. And uh, one more time, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> in a way. In a little bit of a way, did you accept a bribe that day? I would. So when you so nothing tangible was exchanged. So technically, there was no bribe. Uh, I think, but you made a you made a sizable deposit into the spank bank that day. (laughs) That's it. That's what I'm gonna say. (laughs) That's sort of tangible. I I know. I I can't say I accepted a bribe. (laughs) I you know. Would you have given her a ticket otherwise? (laughs) <laughs> probably <laughs> probably now I cut mean, and dry ladies and gentlemen dude, she risked it she risked it for the she risked it, it, it risked it, it that's great so i yeah. mean uh other than that what are good ways to get out of uh tickets um, if you're if you're clearly in the wrong it's just telling the truth because if you if you know you did wrong just be accountable man mm-hmm. like just admit to it and like eat it yeah that's a hundred percent because my experience too. yeah if 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 we saw with our very own eyes, you commit an illegal act, mm-hmm. don't try to tell us you didn't. Right. <laughs> because we don't like being lied to, and we will prove it by issuing you a ticket. Have so, you ever let anybody off on a DUI? No. No. So DUI is where you draw the line. Dude, yeah, yeah. That's, that's you know, you know you're endangering others. Like, no matter what, dude, but even if they even if they had one beer and they blow, like, a .01, is it, were we, oh, is, it's is .08. .08. Yeah. Oh, so this is in a zero-tolerance state. New York's a zero-tolerance state. So, you can't have a .01? No. Yeah. I'm never going to New York. Not only that, they'll suspend your license for, like, a year, and I think you do 30 days jail. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, well, New York is uh, a communist civilization. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're down south here. We like, uh, we like our... Are people free? So what if you do actually the .08, is that, does that mean you can have a .08 or that's what you so can't? So let's say you were involved in an accident and you had a .06. Mm-hmm. That's what we would say is less safe. Like 
you were at a .06, which is under the the legal, the legal limit, limit, but so you, you were in you you were impaired to the extent to where you could not operate your vehicle safely. Hmm. Just because just because you got into the wreck. Right. Right. Correct. Hmm. Wow, dude, that's that's a weird one. Mm-hmm. So, have you had to do that? Um, like, isn't that weird? To you? Yeah, yeah. That's like, so a, that's like a beer. No, no, it's not. Yeah. No, oh, it's, it's not. not. No. So, uh, no. How many, how many how many beers so, do you need to blow a point? So, I've I've actually tested this out on myself. I am good for three beers. But you're a different you're a different uh, size person. I mean, that's what I wanted to talk about with the breathalyzer test because you know if you're a seven foot tall human being, you can drink quite a bit more alcohol. It depends without... on your muscle mass and your body right, fat. Right. There's a lot. So I know I've actually tested myself after three beers and waited a couple hours to see how it was, and mm-hmm. I was well below .08. Right. Yeah, I was like half that. So, I mean. Yeah. If I remember correctly from high school health class, it's like one uh, beer, or one drink, be it a one a beer, a glass of wine, or a, a shot. an ounce of uh, and d- If liquor. you maintain doing that once an hour, you're not going to be too bad off. Right. And drink a water here and there. But you're not going to have any fun either, so. That's true. <laughs> That's why there's Uber. There, yeah. Dude, when you were first getting here, you said something happened and you wanted to tell it on the podcast. Oh, all right. So, first of all, you, you I have put you in a category, Chris. Oh, me? Yes. Personally? Yes. You are an Can I guess e- what it is? Go ahead. Uh, renegade badasses. No. No. I put you in a category called <laughs> East Cobb Snob. <laughs> and let you me did that? let me tell you why. Well, because so, we're in East Cobb. <laughs> yes. First of all, demographically, yes, we yeah. are in East Cobb. Yeah. Um, so on my way here down the street, coming into the um, on your main the main street, um, uh, I forgot what it's fucking called, but oh, I, the street. I, I, I don't want to say. Um, it. I don't want to be so specific. Oh yeah, specific that's on why, the internet where exactly, I live. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm at I'm at about to turn left at this intersection, and I see. So I'm a cyclist, right? I do, stu- I do stuff with yeah. bikes. Yeah. Um, and I see this nice ass bike, and I see this kid on it. I'm like, damn, all right, cool. And then he's from a distance. I couldn't see the whole picture yet. So his light or traffic signal, he's on the sidewalk, by the way. Which goes, you're actually not supposed to be on a bike. Correct. Right? That's illegal as fuck. <laughs> but I don't enforce it. Right. It's bullshit. Yeah. Um, I agree. Actually. And. He goes to take off because the the signal changed, and he loses his like it's a nice ass bike. Mm-hmm. He loses balance and wobbles. I'm like, oh shit, is this cyclist gonna? And then like he is having a very hard time. Like I think he's gonna fall on his face. Mm-hmm. And then he gets a little closer to me. He's having such a hard time maintaining balance, and I'm looking at this kid. It's like this guy looks like a little rich preppy white kid. Like sure enough, I bet you that his dad bought him that two three thousand dollar bicycle, and then it hit me. I saw he was wearing fucking sandals on this nice ass road bike, and I was like, Jesus Christ! This this confirms I'm in East Cobb. Right? Were they, were they like the Birkenstock? Birkenstock uh, dude, I I don't know, but they this kid bless to, his heart. You had to arrest him and beat him with a nightstick on principle alone. Oh, dude. <laughs> Had I been working Stop patrol, resisting. Stop resisting. <laughs> had I been working patrol, I would have reminded him that he would not be allowed to ride on the sidewalk. 
just with his to bike. screw with him because he's wearing just sandals. Exactly. By the way, I jumped on a bike once when I was a kid with open-toed sandals on. Big mistake. Oh, dude, let me tell you right now, I chewed up the tip of my toe so bad it, it took like months to heal. Mm. Because it, it didn't even, it didn't. My ankles didn't hit the bike or anything. My foot hit the ground as I was as I was driving. You know, riding Ouch. the bike, my my toe hit the ground, dug into the ground, and just scraped it all up. Uh, Don't ever that sounds awful. wear open-toed shoes on a bike. It's dangerous. Seems silly. So we learned a lot of things today. We learned that... Um, uh, some cops don't believe in the marijuana laws. Mm-hmm. Correct. We learned not to wear open-toed shoes on bicycles. We learned that hot attractive females, the way you get out of tickets is to show your cooch to the police officer. Which... And you better fucking wax. I feel like I knew that already. You <laughs> <laughs> did confirm what I knew you were going to say, too. So what else? Um, I wanted to talk about um, the Bill Cosby tweet from a couple sessions ago. What, what I the, yeah on the show yeah the, all right um, so if you guys don't know I covered the Bill Cosby tweet what was that two episodes ago now it and, was yeah so what about it you mentioned like you couldn't figure out whether he tweeted or not right oh good dude yeah so I I went under the assumption that you could not make a tweet from prison and that somebody on his PR team must have been the ones behind it right 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 you're gonna so here's a little secret. That you may or may not know. Well, I don't. So I just yeah. people in prison have cell phones. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. All of them, not just the rich, famous ones. So you can smuggle anything into prisons. They have them illegally. Wait, do they have them? Ili- <laughs> do they have them Ill- illegally? So here's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna share you another story. Oh boy. That enables this to happen. All right. So there is a um, a prison that that. This is a story. This is a real story, and it's from an inmate uh, who I know who got out. He was on some charges or whatever. Here's what goes on. Some of these prison staff members who work there, the guards, Mm -hmm. they are so underpaid that they need to make other arrangements to make a little extra side money, right? Now, uh, just in general, are we talking about like the federal system or I'm talking about a federal, a federal, like a legit prison. Okay. So there, this is a story that was told to me by a previous inmate. The female guards would get paid by inmates' families for a few things. One, to to have sex with their family members. Wonderful. Yep. Yeah. And what else do you think they're going to do for them? Smuggle 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 shit in. in. Exactly. And that's how they make extra money to make ends meet or to get a little extra money here and there. Either, Either way, what they're doing is illegal. But I just wanted to pass this information on to you that you can pretty much get anything in prison. Now I have more questions. Are you saying that the only way Bill Cosby could have tweeted himself from prison is if he smuggled a cell phone in? Correct. Well, but, the guy rapes unconscious women. You think he's going to have a trouble bribing a guard? And I'm not saying Bill Cosby did that. I'm just saying it's possible. Mm-hmm. Wow. And But to... To be clear, they are not supposed to have cell phones. They are n- not supposed to have cell phones, no. Or drugs, for that matter. And it's just like, and <laughs> and my comparison is, out here on the streets, they're, you know, it's illegal to have meth, but people have it. Right. Yeah. They're going to get it. But you would think it's harder to get it into a prison. No. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, it's definitely it's harder. Prob- yeah, it's probably a yeah. little more difficult. I mean, with drones nowadays, anything's possible. <laughs> that's kind of funny. You just have a drone fly over and just drop shit. Hell yeah, dude. That's how That's how some things are done, man. The uh, cell phone's got to be a hot commodity in a prison. 
Oh, hell yeah, dude. You are king. Mm-hmm. Really? Is that like king, the number man. one thing to have is a cell phone? It's one of the good things to have. What's the other good thing? Uh, you know, at least a weapon. You ever yeah, heard the, the term suitcasing? No, no. That sounds awful. Well, what yeah, you put shit up it? your butt to uh, hide it. Hey, man, you suitcasing? I've that's asked, what, I've asked people on, on calls like, hey, man, you got anything on you? And they'll, they'll be like, no. I'll be like, hey, man, you, you suitcasing? <laughs> they laugh. I'm like, nah, man, you fucked up, man. Nah, nah. <laughs> Have, do you, is, is a body cavity search a real thing? Um, there's a strip search that that I'm familiar with, but we don't. I mean, but the gotta, officers gotta aren't bend expected over, to do it. Your no, and cough, no, right? we they do that at jail if we suspect they're hiding something. We don't do it every time. Because you ever see that in the movies? They get like pulled over, and, and and it's like one of those scenarios where they want to screw with the person, and they're like they put on like a rubber glove, and they're like, all right, bend over. Yeah, uh, we've never done that, but you know, good idea. <laughs> <laughs> in your uh, in your uh, opinion, uh, what? How effective is jail at deterring or rehabilitating anyone for anything? Man, that's a man. I need a I need a while to think about that one. But okay. uh, I would say that jail is just there to to hold people for court, and they really don't do much to you know to help people with with their issues um, unless you know they actually try trying to seek help. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it helps a little bit to deter a few people, but there are people that have mental disorders and you know issues up there. That's just it's they're not they're not savable, man. You're king of the world for a day. What's the one thing you change about your job? The one thing that I would change about my job. Hmm, that's a tough one, Zach. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to. This is hard hitting journalism over I know, here. This I know. Is what we're trying to get to. <laughs> All right. Well, let's circle back and let me. I'll I'll. I'll Think about that one, man. Okay. Uh, that's a really good question. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's things. I mean, you it's just no calls during breakfast. I, Is that the... Yeah, no <laughs> calls during breakfast. I think I think I wish that people would just just trust that we're there for the the right reasons mm-hmm. and don't, don't question... Well, you know, if you tell all your buddies to sh- quit shooting black kids on the news... Oh, uh, uh, no. <laughs> like, so the media, yeah, the media can spin anything yeah, the way it wants. Yeah. And I've looked at the stats. Um, more white people are shot and killed by oh, cops. Oh, much more, yeah. Uh, sorry to break it to you. Um, but, you know, that's a that's a tough topic to talk about. It really you know, is. Media, media just will do anything for ratings. It's a really difficult uh, topic and, and to parse through on your own because the statistics that they keep aren't really... Yeah. Uh, up to date like it's a really hard they, thing they to get data on they could spin stuff yeah. in their favor but uh, I wish you know if I could change one thing you know a little bit more I guess the respect the the badge and accountability you know hey if you did wrong own up to it personal responsibility exactly right but you know that's not changing the job that's, that's changing, changing humanity how, humanity okay. I would change that too if I could <laughs> yeah um, that I, I I guess I'd have to give that a little bit more thought yeah, it's fair. Yeah. I mean, that's it's we're talking like big systemic uh, things. So I, I just figured, you know, boots on the ground, you probably run into like at least one issue every day that you'd be like, God, like why do we have to do this? Yeah, some of the BS stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of the BS stuff. But. Do you understand? Do you understand people's reactions though? Like, do you understand why yes. they have a, a negative feeling towards yes. police officers? And that's why I said in the beginning, I wish more officers would be more. Um, I guess. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Secure enough to explain to somebody, hey, this is why I'm here, and just treat people like you know humans and have a conversation with somebody 
instead of being too badge heavy. Yeah. Uh, you know, as as they walk on scene or try to interact with somebody. And you yeah. must see that a lot. Yeah, man. Um, it, it's just it, it all depends on interpersonal communication. I got to tell you, in my interaction, when when police police officers are on duty, my interactions, I would say, twenty percent of them were that, where they were just overly aggressive and overly in your face, and then it was put on me to be the one to be like, bring it down yeah. a notch. Let's calm down and have a conversation. Whereas, like, because because he, you know, the officers always approach me. I'm I'm rarely approaching officers. Yeah. Right. And sure, I might say hi as I walk by. But if you're approaching me, you, you approach me with some respect, especially if you're wearing a weapon and a, and a badge and a uniform. Like, don't come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why people immediately they have to understand immediately you're starting off on that type mm-hmm. of note. Now the the yeah. energy is ra- the the emotions are raised. There's energy so, and because all that autonomy that you enjoy and you know that yeah. respect the power. Like we like that too. The, but the respect the power, yeah. You know, officers need to keep that in mind that we do have um, a big burden to carry, and we do have a lot of responsibility with that. And now more than ever, we are getting more training on de-escalation techniques. That's good. That's good to hear. Absolutely. Yeah. And I uh I think if uh, to turn that question that I asked you around on myself, like if I could if I was king of the world, I could change one thing about the justice system. Just as a, a small starter, I uh, I think what I would do is make a, make a physical fitness and martial arts a mandatory uh, thing <laughs> for everybody because it dr- nothing drives me crazier than seeing like a 500 pounds cop. Yeah, and you know, here's here's what you don't see. Um this is one of the most stressful jobs in the mm-hmm. world. Oh, yeah. So stress and... Leads to weight gain, leads to less sleep, leads to more edgy and angry When you behavior. put in the shift work and there's a lot of factors that affect us, you know, physically and emotionally and mentally. Yeah. And, nah. and which, again, I think physically, you, you got to take care of yourself physically. You do. And, uh, you know, martial arts in particular and, is a great, like, physical release for all that tension and and the excuse for not having time i think is is a moot point because nobody has time to do anything that they don't want to do you just have to make time for it. exactly discipline equals freedom right oh yeah comes back guys it comes back all right final notes dude what do you got um i'd say uh if i can give anybody any kind of um uh, any pointers or any kind of um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Advice. Any kind of advice? Yeah, advice. You know, if you do get approached by an officer and they're there, um, either for a call or not, just you know, accountability. If you if you did something wrong, you know, own up to it. Um, most like 99 percent of us are really good people, and don't let that one percent affect your whole judgment yeah, that's you gotta size. remember cops are also fathers and brothers and and sisters yep. and mothers Hus- and husbands you, and yeah these these your normal Wives. people we normal are people. We, and we Children. need it we need to do more of a a job to to humanize us as well so. dude you know what i want to do i want to i want to keep you on tap because okay. now that I, 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 this just occurred to me, if I have legal questions on the podcast, I may give you a buzz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of want you to come back. To be honest with you, this was fun. Th- this was fun, and uh, maybe maybe I could I could teach you and the audience of um, you know how to get out of a DUI. Yeah, 
That seems like a that's, good idea. That seems like a really good idea. Just reject all the tests and then uh, you go know, to jail. You Is d- that the? I don't know. I you have to. <laughs> you're gonna tune have, in. You're gonna have to tune into a future episode that we're not gonna name right now. It might be the next one. It might be ten from now. You should watch all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna now say that we have Twitter and Facebook and Instagram because we're ending the episode and we're not gonna do any more things with police officers. And that's it. And then we'll see you next time, guys. Bye bye. I had a stroke at the end. Bye. <laughs> Later.